We are back with another episode of the Tide Talk Podcast. Got my man Jake Thomas with me. Jake, how you doing, buddy? Doing good, man. Just, uh, you know, it's been a long work week, but it's almost the weekend and Christmas almost around the corner, guys. Yeah, it's uh, obviously a, a busy time of year for most people with, with Christmas coming up. And uh, we, we hope everybody's going to have a Merry Christmas this year. Yeah. But before we even, even get to that, uh, Jake had a chance to catch up with Nolan Gentry earlier today of CFB Talk Daily. He's he's a writer for CFB Talk Daily and also mm-hmm. the co-founder. So, uh, Jake, why don't you tell us a little bit about the interview, and uh, then we'll, we'll uh, head off and, and let y'all catch the interview. Yeah, man, uh, it was good to have Nolan on today or tonight. Uh, he uh, he talked about um, about a couple of bowl matchups. He talked about Alabama, Michigan, uh, Tennessee, and Indiana, uh, Memphis, Penn State. He also talked about the uh, the college football playoffs and and uh, guys, y'all need to listen to it because uh, who he has winning and the reason why they're they're winning um, may surprise y'all. So um, uh, just uh, make sure you listen all the way through, man. It's a, it's a really good interview. All right. So with that being said, we're gonna take a take a hiatus for a few minutes and let y'all catch the interview with Nolan Gentry that Jack had earlier, and we hope y'all enjoy it. We'll see y'all on the other side. We're back uh, with. Uh, Nolan Gentry, he is, um, you are pretty much a writer and, and co-owner, co-founder of CF Talk Daily on Facebook. Is that correct, Nolan? Uh, yes, on Twitter. On Twitter, yeah, I'm in on Twitter. And uh, uh, good to have you tonight, man. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the, um, I got you, got you on to uh, talk about the playoffs and and uh, some of the bowl games. Of course, we're, since we talk about uh, Alabama sports, we're going to, Get your thoughts on the Michigan Alabama matchup as well. Um, of course. Uh, if you want to, you can go ahead and start with that uh, Michigan Bama game. All righty, sir. Thank you for letting me come on. I appreciate it. I'm pretty excited to do this. So uh, mm-hmm. let's get started. So uh, yeah, I'm going to start off with what you guys want to hear uh, Bama versus Michigan. It's This has been a really tough year for the Tide. Not something everybody's used to, but uh, everybody's mad. Saban's mad. Players are mad. Fans are mad. Which uh, means not a good time for Har- Harbaugh and the Wolverines. That's that's for sure. I'll say that nobody wants to have a mad Alabama team full of five-star recruits with Nick Saban, Saban coaching them coming at them. That's for sure. I would <laughs> at least. But um, Michigan, they're they're mad decent, and that's that's hard for me to say considering they blew out my team this year. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. they're, they're they're just not. Not there yet. Uh, they have a quarterback who's just not, not good. Shea Patterson. He's he's not what we thought. He was a big, big recruit coming out of high school, five star, and uh, he just hasn't played to his uh, ability. And uh, uh, Michigan had high hopes for him, but um, they weren't what they thought he was going to be. And I think everybody's really surprised that he hasn't showed out. But. Uh, they rely on their defense to win most of their games. The offense isn't effective enough to beat Bama's backups, even. And uh, I'd, I'd imagine Bama will have a couple people sitting out. Uh, I don't know. Have you guys heard anything on that yet? Yeah, there's a there's a lot of uh, rumors swirling out there. Um, you know, there was a a um, thing that come out. It was reported by Kurt Herbstreit actually that Tua held a players only meeting and. Um, so some of the stuff that come out of it supposedly was he told told the junior said, you know, we either going to go 
come all going to come back next year. We're all going to go or some of y'all at least. I, I, you know, I, I'm with you. I expect some to uh, set out um, like Jared Judy. I, I know he's been, you know, rated as I think a top five, maybe, you know, at least a top 10 pick. So I don't expect him to, you know, to play, but, uh, you know, Saban did come out and said that it would be best for most of these guys to end up playing uh, this ball game. So it'd be interesting to see. And honestly, you know, we've seen Shea Patterson before when he was at Ole Miss, and uh, I believe Alabama took it to him uh, then too. And, uh, you know, I, I, outside of the SEC, uh, Dabo Sweeney and, and Jim Harbaugh is my most – I cannot stand coaches. You know, and me being an Alabama boy, I'm sure you like Dabo. Yeah, he's just too cocky and arrogant for me. And I hope I hope we stay clear of him when it comes oh, time to the saving. Of course, yeah, and I'll I'll have to agree with you uh, if you follow my Twitter at all. I'm not mm-hmm. really big on Clemson. Give props to them for what they've done last year, but uh, it's just they Clemson don't play nobody, man. And I know part of that is not their fault, but they've got to figure out how to schedule better non-conference games. That's, yeah. that's it for me. Yeah, that's, you're that's right. You're, you're right. And, and I mean, that that's really with, with Alabama as well. I know we, we're picking up a few uh, good teams here in the future, but that's a lot of problems everybody had with Alabama this year with their strength of schedule. Um, but uh, looking forward uh, to another matchup, uh, um, what do you think about the Tennessee uh, matchup? You know, Tennessee started off the year one and four. They they were not communicating. They weren't playing well as a team together. I mean, Tennessee year after year has good recruits. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I'd be willing to bet they've got a top 30 recruiting class every year. Um, I don't know if that's a fact or not, but I'd be willing to bet a lot of money that it is. And they just like cannot it. seem to figure, put the pieces together. Mm-hmm. You know? And... Um, IU, uh, I'm actually from Indiana, mm-hmm. and uh, IU, man, they're they're good for IU, but they are not good enough to be an SEC team, in my opinion. They all their wins, yeah, sure, they had an eight win season, good for them. The best team they beat was a five and seven Maryland team. You know, yeah. they they haven't, they don't have any wins over a team with a winning record, and that's. That's where it gets me to where, okay, IU's going to come into this game, and Tennessee's been playing great lately. They've won five out of the last six, I believe, or four to the yeah. last five, something like that. They're going to mm-hmm. blow them out, in my opinion. I, I, I've had Indiana fans come up and say, oh, we're, we're on Notre Dame's level, we're on Michigan's level, we're on Michigan State's level. No, you're not. You're, you're still on Purdue, Nebraska level. Uh, and, you know, maybe with them signing Tom Allen to a seven-year deal, maybe – Maybe that'll help them, but uh, I don't think it will be anytime soon. I think that it would have been a regular six and six IU team if they would have played their regular schedule and all their non-conference games didn't, you know, suck. In my right. opinion, yeah. Um, looking here, Tennessee has actually won five straight games, and uh, it really boosted. They, like you said, they improved the second half of the season. Um, you know. I, I see, you know, being a Bama uh, fan, I hate to see a German Pruitt leave, but I felt like that was a big hire for them because Jeremy Pruitt is is a is a great coach, I believe, and 
And uh, I think this is the start of him turning that program around. So, uh, you know, my our biggest thing has been, you know, just let, you know, Phil Former, just let Pruitt, you know, do his his job and leave leave him alone, you know. And, and I believe the Tennessee football program would get turned around real quick. You know, I can't I can't disagree with you there. Uh, they're obviously headed in the right direction. They um, at the beginning of the year, they probably just had some pieces. I know they got a lot of people that they probably had two or three people leave the team after their rough start, which maybe maybe that was a good thing for them. Maybe they had some, um, you know, non-discipline players. I don't yeah. I don't know the situation. Nobody does, but the guys in those locker rooms. So. That's um, maybe that's it. Maybe uh, he just figured some stuff out and they started winning football games and that's what he needs to do. Yeah, I agree 100%. And looking at their schedule, you know, they they potentially could have could have had eight wins. Uh, they lost to Mississippi State and Mississippi State's garbage. Uh, and if you take away the losses to Georgia State and BYU, they they that is you know, there's nine wins, maybe even more for him. So, I mean, I, I think he's going the right direction. And uh, yeah. it, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what he can do next year uh, after having – I think they're, they're about, like you said, in the top 30, maybe top 20 in recruiting this year. So, uh, well, we'll see how it goes for them. Um, you're, um, what about um, the your uh, guys that you like, uh, Notre Dame versus um, Iowa State? What what you see in that matchup? You know – it's um, pretty disgusting to me. That's who they're playing. They're playing a seven and five Iowa State team. Yeah, but, right. But I mean, Notre Dame's not in the conference, so they couldn't get in any of those conference bowls. They couldn't do a bunch of things. So, but Iowa State's a good, a good football team. You know, they lost to Iowa by one, Baylor mm-hmm. by one, or Baylor by seven, or in Oklahoma by one. I mean, they're they're a solid team, so they are very scary. And mm-hmm. I I mean, if you want me to be honest with you, I'm scared to play them. I don't know if you heard, but uh, our uh, offensive coordinator decided to part ways, Chip Long today. Oh, really? Yep. So he's gone, and uh, I'm really excited for that. I actually DM <laughs> Brian Kelly shooting my shot. <laughs> right there, you go. But yeah, that's that's not gonna happen. But. Yeah, so I don't know. Notre Dame's winning that game, but it's not going to be a blowout like all these fans on Twitter are seeing. I I get a lot of people DM me mentioning me saying, "What do you think about the game? It's bull crap." Which it is bull crap for playing them. It is, but you can't blame anybody but ourselves. We got blown out at Michigan, mm-hmm. held our own with Georgia, yeah. and I mean. You you just you can't blame anybody but ourselves, and it's it's I just don't know how they picked a ten and two to play seven and five, but mm-hmm. I mean I'm still I'm all I'm all in for it. I mean I'm going to the game. I'll be there in uh, in Orlando, so be a little December trip, getting out of the cold for a while. So I'm yeah, all no, in with it. No no kidding, man. And uh, you know you brought up the. Uh, you know, they're not in a conference. I know their other sports are. And do you think um, in the future they might jump into maybe a, an S, an ACC or or a Big Ten just to, I mean, have them, them New Year's Day bowls, you know? You know, I don't know. 
it's it's hard to say, but anytime soon I'm gonna say no because a couple years ago we had our chance to join the Big Ten whenever they brought in Nebraska, and uh, we we did because we have our own TV channel. Really, we have our own. I mean, we we have a bunch of stuff. We make way too much money off being independent to go to a to a conference you know and right. it's it's more of a tradition thing i think at notre dame to be independent mm-hmm. so personally i don't think they will anytime soon but i'm not opposed to it i would like to see them in a conference mm-hmm. but you know i mean we basically are in the acc we play four to five acc teams a year correct but i mean it 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 won't happen. And that conference championship game kills us. Not having one, that really does kill us, believe it or not. Uh, you see it firsthand. A one-loss team ain't getting in over a one-loss SEC. A one-loss Notre Dame team isn't getting in over a one-loss any conference team, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I feel I feel strong about that as well. Um, you know, and I also like that I believe they announced that they're going to keep doing the rivalry with Georgia. I think that will uh, I, I, that was a fun game. Uh, every every one of them games the last couple of years have been closed, and and it's it's fun to see that matchup. Um, but uh, but I, I agree. You know, I feel like for them to get into the college football playoff, they're going to have to take that next step to get to have a conference championship and um, and at least play in it and and all that. But man, it's uh. You know, it's 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 a fun. You know, I'm not a big uh, Notre Dame fan, but uh, but it, it's good for the program. Brian Kelly has done a real good job there, and um, it's good to see. You know, Brian Kelly. Everybody, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of Brian Kelly hate, man. But mm-hmm. you know, there's only a couple teams that have had three win or ten win seasons consecutive years. You know, I think there's. Uh, Notre Dame's up there uh, the last three years. Oklahoma, Bama's there, Georgia, Ohio State, Clemson. And, I mean, we're we're right there. We just got to take the next step. Right. And uh, I think a 12-0, I, I don't think you can leave a 12-0 Notre Dame team out of the playoff. But an 11-1 Notre Dame team, they're not getting in. Yeah. You know, and, and it's, it's, sad, it's sad to say that because – they do have a rich history, and uh, and you know it's it's just um, I just feel like they're gonna have to make that next step to to get a conference championship game to to get in the uh, in the playoff. Um, um, another another one I was going to ask you about was uh, what's your thoughts on the Penn State and Memphis matchup? I, I think that's going to be a fun matchup. Oh, it is. But Memphis, I mean they they played a lot of close games this year. They beat a really, really good Cincinnati team, which is very, very on the rise. That Cincinnati team, I love that coaching staff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got a – there's actually a commit from uh, Indiana that's their quarter – or is a quarterback there. He hasn't got any playing time yet, but he's he's the real deal. So, we'll see mm-hmm. what happens. I think Cincinnati's good. But that Memphis team, they're, they're Memphis football still. They are not on Penn State level. They, I mean, I don't know. It's hard to, it's hard to talk about that because Memphis just isn't there yet. They are a great team, and I give it to them. I, I give them all props. Uh, I, I, 
I, I'm proud of them for what they've done. But Penn State is still Penn State. Everybody will argue with me that they almost lost IU on, at their home stadium. But I believe everybody has a fluke game every year, and that was theirs. They're, they still won, but they've had a couple losses. Uh, but Penn State's defense is really good. Uh, they've got a good quarterback. I think they'll, I think they'll still route Memphis. Um, I think they win 28-17. Wow. Well, yeah, you're already throwing, throwing out predictions. Um, that's, uh, that's I just got predictions for every game, man. There you go, man. That's uh, Like I said, it's going to be a fun matchup. Um, I really like the, um, you know, the, the offense that Memphis has done. You know, they've, they've been outstanding. But, you know, Penn State, to me, early on, um, it seemed like to me they couldn't really score a lot of points, but the defense was was rock solid and uh, and they played um, Ohio State real well, well, well there till the end. And um, you know they they just got tired and got pulled and uh, Ohio State pulled away. But I I think Penn State's going to going to win out as well. Uh, is there a particular bowl you think that might be uh, like a underrated bowl that you might see? You know. Uh... I haven't really thought much about that. I've been talking about my Notre Dame Bulls, the college football playoffs, mm-hmm. and, uh, thinking about all that. But, I mean, honestly, the underrated bowl would probably be – oh, that's such a hard question. Who do you think is an underrated bowl? We'll, we'll go off that. Well – Mine, just looking at them right now, I'm I'm interested in seeing the uh, uh, the UAB and uh, App State matchup. Um, okay, yeah, that's that'll be a good one. We we have taught, I have especially have taught a lot here. Yeah, I think it's still a travesty that Bill Clark does not have a Power Five school that is as looking at him as a coach. I mean, what he's done. I mean. He he ran that he he had that program kicking, and then it got taken away from him for a year or two. He brought got it back. I think the first year they went like six and six when he brought it when they come back the first year. Then after that, I mean, he's been tearing it up ever since there. And uh, you know they, I I just think it's a step travesty. But it's good for UAB to have him as a coach, and they're probably gonna hold on to him as as long as they can. But that's uh that's at New Orleans, so it's almost kind of like a like a home game for UAB because they don't have to travel too, too far. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe he'll go to Notre Dame. Maybe he'll be their offensive coordinator. Man, there you go. Hey, he's he's a good coach. Uh, you did mention on the playoffs, uh, how, uh, give me uh, your take on each game and in, uh, in the national championship game, who you think might get in and who might ultimately win the whole thing. You know, minus my Irish not being in, this is probably one of the most exciting college football playoffs for me. I'm very excited. Uh, I'm going to go over the Ohio State-Clemson game first. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, this this game isn't going to be exciting. It's going to go one way. And I, I truly believe that because you can't stop Chase Young. You can't. He's, he's the best defensive end to be in college football for years. I mean, maybe even a decade. I'm going to put him over Bosa by far. I'm going to put him over even Miles Garrett by far. It's it's he he's the real deal, man. He he is wow, he's just absolutely great. It's he's unstoppable. It's mm-hmm. it's he's a one of a kind player, you know. Uh JK Dobbins 
he should be a Heisman candidate too. I mean, input that would be three out of four Ohio State. I think he should be in the Heisman race personally. Yeah. And, yeah. But I mean, he has showed out big time, absolutely big time this year. Uh, but I mean, that's that's game's not going to be close for me. Uh, you can argue Clemson hasn't lost anyone, but uh, last year Clemson, uh, they they haven't lost anybody from last year. And but they didn't have as much competition in the playoff. I mean, that's that's why they rolled through everyone. And you have no idea how hard that is for me to say, considering I'm a Notre Dame fan. But mm-hmm. Clemson was just above Notre, or yeah, above Notre Dame and Bama last year. It was it was hard to see. And uh, Trevor Lawrence, he I think he played better last year. He might have better stats this year, but uh, last year he really showed out and he put on for his team he won them a national championship there yeah for sure um i've talked to um i've been in discussion with people on twitter um that i i myself as well said that i feel like ohio state's gonna run away with, uh, in this game against clemson uh i haven't been really been impressed with clemson this year uh people's only especially clemson people oh you're just mad because they, they beat bama no it's not that it's just or I hate, I don't like Dabo, whatever. It's not that. It's just, you know, I'm seeing how they've been playing. And, yeah, North Carolina has improved. But, I mean, North Carolina took you to the wire. And, yeah, they have played a little bit better. But, I like you said, I do not see anybody stopping Chase Young. I mean, that, like you said, that guy is is a freak of nature. You know, you brought up uh, Bosa, but I'm going to go back a little further, and, and he kind of reminds me of somebody that can dominate on defense, kind of like J.J. Watt did. Oh, God, yeah. J.J. Watt was they, – they are very comparable. I think J.J.'s yeah. a little bigger, but I think Jace Young will be there. Uh, yeah. He'll, he'll get there, you know. And for how quick he is, how strong he is, it's it's unstoppable. It really is what he does for a program. You you want that dude on your team. You do. Oh yeah. That's that's you don't want to go against him. There's very few tackles that could block him. I don't. I mean, he hasn't been stopped this year at all. Besides that suspension, but yeah, I think he should win the Heisman. Personally, I know that's not going to happen, but I think he should. Yeah, I mean he he's I'm glad his name got got uh was one the one to three because he deserves it, you know, as much as um the other two, especially Jalen and who was the other one? Um I'm, I'm brain dead right now. Um but um but yeah, he uh he, he dominates on defense and like you said, I remember I think it was either the Penn State game or the uh Michigan, it might have been both games that that tackle just had his hands full and oh. uh not stop him it's you can't stop him i mean you almost have to bring the guard you almost have to pull him every play so you double team and you can't you can't send the left tackle up to the linebacker you got to get those two yards you can't try to get five you got to get two whenever you're under the side he's on that's that's just how he is i mean the dude has 16 and a half sacks and that's crazy he's leading the league or called football and stat or sacks and he's got 44 tackles. It's just six, four fumbles. I mean, the dude, dude's a man. Oh, yeah, for sure. He um, is crazy. He is. What, what's your thoughts on the um, LSU and Oklahoma matchup? How do you see that going? 
All right. A lot of people are going to be surprised with this one. Uh, LSU's defense isn't isn't good enough to win a national championship, in my opinion. They gave up 400 rushing yards to Ole Miss, if you remember that. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're not even a top 30 defensive team. And I think Lincoln Riley's just too smart to not run the score up on him. And I believe it'll still be a good game, but believe it or not, I, I really think Jalen Hurts is out to win this game. He he wants it bad, and I think he, he finds a way to do it. Man, it's I, I, I'm interested in seeing that matchup as well. Um, you know, Joe Burrow better – and, and Ed Orgeron better be thanking their stars that Joe Brady signed on because Joe Brady is the reason that, that Burroughs had such success. That's the, the other one who went, who's uh, going to New York for a housing. But, um, but you know, it's Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow um, he, he didn't really do much last year. But when, when um, Joe Brady came in and this year, man, he, he changed that program up. And on the offensive side, but but on defense, like you said, they they are struggling. Uh, yeah, I think this is going to be a, you know a high powered offensive game. Um, I expect forty fifties score wise uh, in this game, and and I would love nothing more to see uh, Jalen come out on the uh, on the winning winning side for sure. I I agree with you one hundred percent. I uh, I'm not a LSU fan, you probably really want to hear that, but uh, I, I've, I've went to LSU games before, man, and the crowd is just disrespectful, kind of, and, and I am, I was that guy who wore a Notre Dame shirt uh, to an LSU, and I don't even remember who they were playing game, and I mean, I just had fans baffling me left or right, it was just, what are you doing with that shirt, join a conference, idiot, all kinds of, just unnecessary stuff so oh, yeah ever since that i've just been like you know what whatever uh, i'm not a fan of lsu after that but yeah um i i really do believe oklahoma pulls this game out i i love love oklahoma's tradition uh love love what they're doing for college football i love lincoln riley i think he's a top five coach oh nice sir hey uh you won't get any arguments from me on that one, uh, um, so in your in your uh, championship game, you got Oklahoma and Ohio State. Uh, if that comes to fruition, how do you see that that playing out? You know, uh, a lot of people disagree with me on this too, but I think Lincoln Riley again is going to come through and be too smart to lose that game. I think Chase Young is still going to do his thing. I think he has no less than a sack or two, but I, th- I think he still plays the way he does. I think that Oklahoma's defense shows up for once. I do, and Jalen uh, wants to win. That's, yeah. that's what it's going to come down to. Uh, and, I mean, he, I, I would put him as the best quarterback in college football. That's, that's my thing on Jalen Hurts. I love Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know you probably don't want to hear that either, but uh, he, he he is my favorite quarterback, and I think he will be the second best quarterback to come out of the draft. Hey, 
I mean, I, I, you have no arguments for me there. Um, you know, Saban w- was in a situation where he had to choose either Tua or Jalen. And, I mean, I love Jalen as well. We we do here the Top Talk podcast. But in, in all honesty, you know, Tua is a once-in-a-generation in type uh, athlete. And, and I think Saban made the right decision because, I mean, when when Tua was in there, our offense quit like crazy, and I mean, we had them receivers and everything uh, as well that really helped. But I mean, it, it, the the year that we had Tua in Jalen though was very special, and, and the the love and and communication and everything, uh, companionship, team teammateship they have with each other was was awesome to see. But man, I, I I'm glad I was not saving that situation because I'm, I'm sure it was a tough choice. You know, you, you, I mean, I can't blame Saban at all. Saban at all. I mean, Tua came in second half. Nobody knew who he was. Came in and won them a national championship. You know, it's hard mm-hmm. to not make him the starting quarterback. Yeah. You're right. So, but, I mean, Jalen, Jalen, I think he really liked Alabama. I think he wanted to stay there, but he knew in best interest it was time for him to go. And he made, he made the best choice he possible. I mean, go he he knows Lincoln Riley is a offensive mastermind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's one of the best co- coaches in college football. I wish he was in South Bend. Yeah, <laughs> I, you never know. Maybe future whenever Brian Kelly decides to hang hang it up. But, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, you know it's the the year the the year that that um that Jalen stayed. And stayed behind too. I mean, he he did it with sportsmanship. He never once, and he still don't. He don't trash Alabama for what they did to him. But and I mean that may all change when you know once he graduates and moves to the NFL. But you know he's he's still a class act. I really like Jalen, and uh, and I, I I wish him the best. And uh, boy, if he can um, if he can beat um, LSU for us, man, I, I would love him even more. <laughs> yeah, I, I was actually one of my best buddies as a Bama fan. He was talking to me about that. He said, man, I I can see Jalen winning it all too. And me and him talked about it because at first I was like, you're crazy, bro. Nobody's going through Ohio State. And we sat down and talked some football, and I was like, okay, um, I can I can see where you're coming from. It might happen. So that's Oklahoma's sleeper. They are the real deal and i know they had a bunch of crap games this year three or four that they should have lost mm-hmm. but, uh they pulled through so that's what matters and i think i think they'll do great i think they will win the national championship uh before i let you go man uh, i just had a quick question on get your thoughts on um how do you feel about the committee um you know it seems like they they were kind of struggling this year because you know they would come out uh i think what last sunday when they made the final final rankings and they said uh that there was a debate between oklahoma and georgia for the fourth spot even though we just seen that they uh they got destroyed you know georgia by lsu so how, how do you feel about the committee you know i think the committee did the best they could minus saying that georgia and oklahoma they they were I saw they were arguing about that trying to get Georgia in some of them, and mm-hmm. you you can't let a two loss team in the playoffs with 
three undefeated teams, in my opinion. You can't let Oklahoma out of the playoffs if yeah. they are eleven and one, twelve and one. You can't you can't let them out, and that's 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 how I think it should be. I think they made the right decision putting Oklahoma in, mm-hmm. uh, but the committee it's they're okay. Um, I do think a lot of people a lot of people crap on Notre Dame. It's either you love them or you hate them. There's there's no in between, and right. uh, that's that's kind of how I like it. You know, I like I like the fans who are. Uh, loyal to the fan base, and I like fans who are open to talking. You know, if there's mm-hmm. bunches and bunches of people on Twitter who just talk about Notre Dame and just have no idea what they're talking about, and just hate them because they're Notre Dame. Right. Um, I respect people who hate Notre Dame but can still have a conversation and back some stuff up. And uh, that's for one, that's not Clemson fans. Clemson fans just. That might be the worst fan base in college football, in my opinion. But wow, I've mm. I've received a bunch of stuff, a bunch of nasty DMs from some Clemson fans. But you know, you can. I mean, every fan base has nasty, nasty fans. You can't get around that. I'm not gonna diss Clemson as a whole for that because I heard if you go to a game, they're very welcoming, and that's that's really where I actually judge a fan base off of is their home stadium. Yeah. Yeah, man, I, I agree with that a hundred percent. Before we let you go, um, tell uh, tell our viewers and uh, listeners where uh, they can uh, find you at on uh, Twitter. All righty, guys, my Twitter handle for my college football account is at CFB Talk Daily, and my personal one is Nolan at Nolan Gentry thirty four, N O L A N G E N T R Y thirty four. So uh, just if if anybody has any questions or just wants to talk some football, I'm always open. Just shoot me a DM, and we'll have a good talk. Ah, right, Nolan, man, we appreciate you being on tonight, and uh, maybe uh, we can get you on uh, in the off season. Uh, we can look ahead to uh, next year. Yes, sir, I'd be down for that. I appreciate you having me on, Jake. Ah, right, thank you, Nolan. Have a good night, buddy. Yeah, thank you. Have a great one. Thank you. All right, guys, we hope you all enjoyed the interview Jake had with Nolan Gentry of of CFB Talk Daily. So y'all make sure to give him a follow and also follow CFB Talk Daily. Uh, I think you'll find the interview pretty interesting. And uh, I know Jake had a good time, and and I think Nolan enjoyed himself too. So we'll definitely have him back on. Mm -hmm. Uh, But with that being said, that's all we got for tonight. Uh, Make sure you you follow us on Twitter. Uh, I'm at Blackwood89. I'm at Jake Thomas Todd. Also, follow our podcast Twitter feed at TideTalk underscore pod and uh, use the hashtag TideTalk. Until next time, roll Tide. Roll Tide.